This is the Teammates Mentoring Hour on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Teammates Mentoring Hour, 93.7 The Ticket. Dr. Tom Osborne, Des Moines Adams from Teammates. And I, Coach, if you don't mind, I wanted to start with Des Moines for this one because I wanted to ask him. Something, we use the yeah. word mentoring. We, we bounce it around. But it has a different, different definition to different people. So I'll ask you first to define mentoring. Off the top of my head, from my heart, it's the process of helping and guiding another person. Um, with their time, with their knowledge, with their experience, um, in a form of a relationship. Um, sometimes it could be using one's role to serve as a role model, but overall, um, you know, there's peer mentor, you know, when it comes to adults. But when it comes to an adult to a young person, it's really guiding them, advising them, sharing their time, their knowledge, and their experience helping them to develop uh, so that they can own their own uniqueness and reach their full potential. Coach, for you, mentoring as a definition, what applies for you? Well, I think Des Moines did an excellent job of uh, discussing it. And um, I might just tell you a quick story. Um, I recruited Des Moines. We had Eric Crouch recruited. Frank Solich was doing well, so I stepped aside and I got out of coaching. And then uh, somebody, Bruce Rasmussen up at Creighton, said, well, why don't you come up and spend some time with our coaches? So I spent about a year, year and a half going up there two or three times a week. And and I was talking to Dana Altman, who was the basketball coach at that time. And he had this young guy who was pretty talented, but he's driving Dana crazy because one game he played great. He scored 20 points. Next game he was was off and just not the same player. And finally Dana said to me, he said, why don't you take him? Just see if you can figure out. So I just sat and we met and I, I listened to him and met with him several times. And uh, I found out that uh, this young guy had been raised by his grandmother. Uh, his folks were not in the picture. Lived, uh, lived out in Los Angeles, and uh, his grandmother had cancer, and she was dying. And it seemed like, you know, there was nothing he could do about it. There was nothing I could do about it. But just the fact that somebody listened and somebody understood and somebody cared seemed to make a difference. And and I, I would like to take credit that over the next several games, he, he played great. And I have to believe that most kids are that way. They uh, they just have the feeling and the need to be understood and to be accepted and to be cared for and to, and to, and to be loved. And so often when we think of mentoring, we think of telling or um, teaching or instructing. And sometimes that's good because there are teachable moments uh, I had a young guy who was struggling with marijuana, and his moods were kind of up and down. And uh, and finally, I said, you know, you'd probably like to have your mood more on an even keel, right? 
And he said, yeah. And uh, so I brought in Ricky Simmons, who was a licensed drug counselor, one of my former players. And Ricky talked to him. And uh, and this young guy has been clean now for probably most of a year. And his mood has certainly changed. And so there are those teachable moments, and there are those times when you can instruct and when you can can uh, begin to maneuver the situation. But above all, I think mentoring is listening and listening empathetically. In other words, you're trying to walk a mile in that person's shoes. You're trying to understand what they're experiencing and what they're going through. And it seems like that's uh, something that kids really need. And we live in such a fast-paced, busy world with so much electronic stimulation that even in the best of families, quite often that just does not happen very much. I think somebody did a study and said, you know, the average parent spends only maybe five or ten minutes a week, even in the best of homes, listening without judgment to what their young young person but one of their children is going through. And so uh, that's why I say I think mentors gain a lot in terms of parenting skills simply by seeing the power of what listening does and uh, and being a mentor. Coach, it, it you, you've mentioned it several times, electronics, the technology, the distraction sometimes. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. lack of focus. But do you find... Um, that's a difficult bridge to cross to get today's young person to sit at a table and spend 30 minutes actually talking to a mentor. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, I think so many kids are um, spending so much time, uh, video games, uh, uh, sometimes on message boards and social media that uh, it's unusual to sit and engage with a uh, an adult or somebody older for any length of time, uh, other than maybe in a classroom where somebody's teaching a specific subject. And so it is a little bit foreign to kids. And if you think about the messages that kids are receiving today, um, social media can be very cruel mm-hmm. because you can, you can put something on social media that may be totally untrue, a rumor that has no basis. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it gets pretty personal. And so there's a lot of bullying that goes on social media. And um, and then, if nothing else, uh, just a lot of the messages that kids are inundated with on TV, some of the music lyrics, some of the movies they see, are quite different than they were 20 years ago. Much of that which is in the public domain today would not have been allowed on airwaves uh, 20 years ago. And uh, so it's really confusing for kids because they're being told this and that and influenced this way and that way. And so to weave your way through adolescence and emerge on the other side with a healthy outlook on life is probably more difficult than it has been, and particularly with the pandemic and what they've gone through the last year and a half, two years, where schools have been shut down, sports have been canceled or held up, and contact with 
people that they normally meet with or have not been available. And uh, so there's probably more emotional stress and distress among young people today, particularly the last year or two, than there has been in a long, long time. There's so much to that. But, Duane, I'll ask you this. Go back to college, Des Moines, and then we're having the conversation about the power of mentoring, right? Mentorship and its value. And I say to you, hey, young Des Moines, guess what's going to happen? If you follow the tenets and the, and the guidance of Dr. Tom Osborne, here's where your, your life's going to end up, and here's the impact you're going to have on a, a, a whole state of Des Moines Adams. Your reaction to that, what would you say to that? You know, um, that that's an incredible opportunity, you know, to make that choice, which would give me that that type of chance. Whereas if there was another option that was presented to me that included doing drugs, mm-hmm. uh, maybe skipping school, mm-hmm. um, you know, being more of a follower, uh, maybe that choice will lead to more consequences. Mm-hmm. So I'm very grateful for a lot of the mentors in my life. Um, I appreciate you know Coach Osborne for seeing something that I didn't see, which is my potential. That's mentoring. Yep, yep. Like, that's a beautiful thing you just said. Yeah, yep. He saw something I didn't see, my potential. So this kid from Pine Bluff, Arkansas, got a full-ride scholarship, and then there were other mentors like, Dennis LeBlanc, Keith Zimmer, Robert Hicks, you know, they all t- took the time not necessarily asking me, what are you doing, but more, how are you doing? So uh, there were so many uh, people that, going back to coach, that took the time to listen, to understand me, to relate to me, and made me feel unique, regardless of, you know, being this country boy from Pine Bluff, Arkansas, <laughs> looking for some greens and cornbread. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the potential piece, and that's a part of our mission, which is to positively impact the world by inspiring students to reach their full potential through mentoring. So teammates, you know, for those that are listening, we have a solid mission statement. We have core values of being committed to youth, safety, integrity, and trust, inclusion, strengths-based uh, we are a solid organization. We've been doing this for 31 years. And most people want to be a part of something that's successful. And we are uh, a program that we believe in helping young people reach their full potential. And if that doesn't, you know, pull your heartstrings, uh, my question to you is, are you really living in purpose? What you just said is why those folks who are listening, you're on the text line, you're on the video stream, you're appreciated. We understand that if you're staying and listening and watching, we've got you leaning in. We need to get you across the bridge from leaning and listening to being active in it. That's what mentoring is as well. We'll toward the break. When we come back, before we let Coach Osborne grow, we'll come back from the break. I'll ask him about the power of his mentorship in a head coach, in an interim coach by the name of Mickey Joseph, we'll ask, what kind of leadership is there? What's the story behind that? And then we'll ask Des Moines his thoughts on that interim coach when we come back. Don't go anywhere. More of the Teammates Mentoring Hour is minutes away. 
on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.